2: Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. More evidence masks don't work. Project Veritas drops another bombshell Pfizer video. And the squad goes insane on the floor of the House of Representatives. I'm Andrew Coppins. He's Pat Oni. It's a Fish Fry Friday, and this is Critical Thinking. Thank you for joining us on this Friday edition of the show. I can't believe we're here, right? Like, I can't believe it's the first Friday in February already, Pat. February 3rd, 2023. I... I This week has been so insane that we haven't even been able to cover major um, stories when it comes to COVID-19. And so before we go any further into our traditional best and worst of the week and and all that sort of stuff, um, I wanted to start with COVID-19 news, okay? Because there are two very, very important things. Before I get to that, though, do not forget, you can follow me on social media. I'm at The and Show. He's at The Pad Oni Show. Uh, Also, do not forget. To make sure you're subscribed to the Rumble channel, rumble.com backslash critical thinking. Or if you're listening via podcast, make sure you are subscribing. You can download this and you're rating or reviewing however you can, wherever you listen and consume this show. We thank you so much again. January Pat, the biggest month of downloads of the podcast in our entire history. So um I have a big thank you in order for each and every single one of you that continue to listen to us and continue to help grow this show. However small or incremental that growth is, that's important growth. All right. That being said, one of the things that that I believe to have been the biggest lie of the COVID-19 era, and I hesitate to, to use the term pandemic the way that everybody else is using it because it's meant to stoke fear, right? This is what that term does. It stokes fear. Just like Ebola would stoke fear or bubonic plague or the black plague, right? It would stoke fear. Here's the reality. Billions upon billions of people over this world all got COVID-19. Some of them died, right? This is the reality. And a lot of us have had very personal experiences with people who died from or with COVID-19. Okay? I'm not going to deny that, but... We have never been able to control this virus, right? And the the, the term pandemic is meant to tell us that, that this is an era in which we must mitigate, that we must control, that we must work towards doing what? What outcome or what mitigation effort have we ever been able to produce in this era that has stopped any of it? The answer is about to be zero, Pat, because another meta-analysis of uh, masking studies, okay, took place. I think it was the uh, Corakin group, Corrigan group, or the Cochrane group. I can't remember exactly which which name it is, but they did another meta-analysis. And remember, I have said this since April of 2020. When the very first study in Nature magazine that had come out about masking, and this was a study, Pat, that was done with people, nurses and doctors, in hospital settings, okay. And what was that study originally done? What was the what was the the experiment that was done in there, Pat? If you can remember,
0: do you remember? Because it's <laughs> been uh, a while. I'm not sure that I it. it... The, was it the f- efficacy of masks in, in those settings?
2: Yeah, so what it was is it was people who um, wore masks versus people who didn't. And what they did is they enclosed them in a room, okay? And it was randomized, right? right? Uh-huh, they enclosed uh-huh. them in a room for 30 minutes, and they studied the air particles after having been breathing and talking and, and doing all that sort of stuff, right? Right, right, right. And right, what did right, that, I remember that, that analysis find? it. It was used as the efficacy for masks, all right? It, it, this was used as proof, and that's not what the study said. The study said that, yes, particles were, um, people that wore masks, right? They had less particulate in the air, right? But the caveat to that is that there was not enough particulate in the air from those who didn't wear masks to suggest that the level of, in which infection could take place, existed. Okay, so the very first study that was used was an absolute misinterpretation of the actual data. The actual data suggested to us that regardless of wearing a mask or not wearing a mask, you could not give enough particulate into the air over the course of a 30-minute setting, and the chances of somebody being in a th- in a setting like that for over 30 minutes with without anybody changing or moving or whatever is slim to none. They put this in, in the best or worst possible terms for those who would not be wearing masks, and they found there was not enough particulate in the air to have infected them with anything. Period, point blank. Okay? Well, another meta-analysis is now done of that study, and 300 plus other studies from around the globe, Pat. And what do you know? Masks do not, again, the definitive analysis of over 300 of these studies. Masks do not work at all. There is no difference in almost any Credible study that has been done. There's no difference between somebody who wore a mask and somebody who didn't wear a mask. This, this is the ultimate lie that was told to us. And we had all of the evidence right in front of us at the very beginning of all of this. And we all bought it. If you lived in a, build, a high-rise building like me, you're forced to wear a mask or you receive a fine, right? If you do this, if you don't do this, if you do this, if you all of the things that went down in terms of our societal response to this, right, started with this lie. We also know what Joe Biden has said May 11th. Ooh.
0: really? And I think there's some talk that they may be trying to go back on that now, but we'll we'll see.
2: Yeah, it's just some arbitrary date. Uh, how about yeah. this? How about Congress and the Senate do their job and assert legislative power because they mm-hmm. have it? Mm-hmm. I, I I don't know what else we can tell you when it comes to that. I, I just I struggle when it comes to that. Now, saying all of that, Pat, that's not even the worst of the stories from this week when it comes to COVID 19. We have a new Project Veritas video, which we'll get into in a minute, which we'll we'll talk about in a moment, but the evidence th- of what we can find, okay, as we go further and further out from getting the first jab, the second jab, third, fourth, fifth, now what, the sixth is coming, right? Mm-hmm. All the jabs all the time, as we get further and further out. We are starting to understand and realize what is going on and what scientists, what data and, uh, analysts and what people who are involved in risk management and health management are beginning to find is evidence of severe issues when it comes to um, young women and their ability to, to menstruate. Um, And all those reproductive issues, we're finding issues with large amounts of myocarditis (laughs) in young male populations. We're seeing a lot of sudden cardiac arrest. And um, we can track that not just vis-a-vis death, but the number of ambulatory um, rescue calls right, for sudden cardiac arrests. That's both here and abroad. And we have evidence from all over the world of other health issues. And what that mounting evidence suggests to me is a shift that we need to make in our conversation when it comes to COVID-19. It suggests to me the, the fundamental fight of 2023 is to confront the reality that these shots have significant harm. Irreversible harm to young populations in this country and elsewhere throughout the globe. What we are also seeing is evidence that there is significant risk to elderly populations, things like stroke and some other things that can complicate when you also add in all the other factors that the older populations have, things like diabetes, things like heart issues already, right? When you Mm -hmm. already combine those types of things, we are seeing evidence of mRNA vaccination having control over hormonal response, okay? We are seeing evidence of things that are irreversible. So I want to be fundamentally clear on this. As I look to the evidence, to the data, to those who are paying attention to the data, they're going in one direction right now. And that direction is these shots must be stopped. And I go back to, but but pandemic. This is something we are going to have to live with. We do not have the ability right now to safely and effectively fight this with a shot okay it it is not the panacea that you believe it to be it never has been we've we've been able to argue that from the very beginning of this it was never the panacea you thought it was and we have to have this mind mindset shift. That we're going to live with it. It is going to mutate. It is going to change. It is going to get more viru- uh, Excuse me, more prevalent but less virulent. That is the the evidentiary um, track that it has been on, and the evolutionary track, if you will. Right, its mutated versions have become more infectable but less dangerous over time. And in fact, we're seeing less and less of the mutation into different variants, by the way, right now, too. We're seeing the the length of time between the different variants uh, get longer and longer. But I want to be clear on this. These shots have to end. Any sort of mandate of these shots must come to an end anywhere because they cause harm. Now, I want you to listen to a MIT health and risk management professional, a 30-year professional in this field, okay, talking about this because it is vitally important. And then we're going to talk about what doubles and triples on top of this from the Project Veritas video that dropped last night with over a million views, by the way, Pat, in 90 minutes. But I want, it. it, don't take my word for it. Let's look at somebody who's also analyzing the data.
1: Hi, my name is Retsef Levy, and since 2006, I'm a faculty member at MIT in Cambridge, Massachusetts. I have more than 30 years of experience as a practitioner and an academic in using data and analytics to assess and manage risk, particularly in the context of health systems health policies, as well as the management of safety and quality of manufacturing of biologic drugs. I'm filming this video to share my strong conviction that at this point in time, all COVID mRNA vaccination program should stop immediately. They should stop because they completely failed to fulfill any of their advertised promise regarding efficacy. And more importantly, they should stop because of the mounting and indisputable evidence that they cause unprecedented level of harm, including the death of young people and children. I personally became concerned with the vaccine safety around middle of 2021, when it became known that the mRNA vaccines cause myocarditis and inflammation of the heart. Since myocarditis is known to be hard to diagnose because it often has vague symptoms or can even be subclinical with no symptoms, it's also known to be a frequent cause of -of out-of-the-hospital sudden cardiac arrest, especially among young people, I was very concerned that it will not be detected by the existing vaccine safety surveillance systems. Motivated by that, we decided to analyze the Israel national EMS data to see if there are any signals of increased out of the hospital adverse events. The analysis of the EMS calls and diagnosis data from 2019 throughout the first half of 2021 revealed some very concerning signals. We detected an increase of 25% In the calls with cardiac arrest diagnosis among ages 16 to 39 in the first half of 2021, exactly when the vaccination campaign in Israel was launched. A smaller increase was also detected in the older ages. Moreover, we also detected a statistically significant temporal correlation between the number of the Pfizer vaccine doses administered to to this population and the number of EMS calls with cardiac arrest diagnosis. Interestingly, we did not find any statistically significant correlation with the number of COVID-19 infections during this period of time. So presented with all of this evidence, I think that there is no other ethical or scientific choice but to pull out of the market these medical products and stop all the mRNA vaccination programs. This is clearly the most failing medical product in the history of medical products, both in terms of efficacy and safety, and we need to investigate and think hard, how did we end up in a situation that it's also the most profitable medical product in the history of medical products? Thank you for your attention. Thoughts,
0: Pat? At this point, <clears throat> at this point, would you ever trust a company like Pfizer or Moderna ever again to administer any kind of vaccine for that matter or drug? Knowing, knowing what we know now. Yes, and here's why.
2: Because we have evidentiary proof of other drugs that they have produced that work totally fine, right? So yes, I would trust, but we have a verification system, and that verification system is long-term trialing and right, and, right. Uh, and and all that stuff. What we what we attempted to do here in Operation Warp Speed, right, it's is bypass right. Mm-hmm. Um, evidentiary time right? The reality is that you cannot possibly know in six months how this is going to work. You cannot know in a three-month trial the quote-unquote long-term side effects because that's the ultimate thing that, that's the reason why these things take sometimes five years, sometimes 12 years, right, to go through this trialing process. That's why. Because you need this evidentiary data. You need the the data points that can help you understand, And I think the the main point that I'm, hopefully you got out of that, these are, this is not just bad outcomes. These are dangerous outcomes, okay? This isn't just, well, you have an increased uh, potential for this. No, we're talking about taking and expanding upon what is a pretty weak evidentiary system in the VARS, right? In the VARS, or however you want to pronounce it, Mm -hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Right. And going beyond that to take a look at on the ground data in a great data set is EMS calls. It's an absolutely fantastic data set. Why? Because they're going to not just die, they're not even going to diagnose the problem, the the they're diagnosing the symptom. Okay. Right. That's what that's what they're going to do. You come in. They're going to look and say a gunshot wound. They're not going to say a gunshot wound from a nine millimeter. No, they're going to tell you gunshot wound here, or they're going to tell you they they fell down the stairs and, and hit their head, or they're going to tell you that they had uh cardiac arrest uh, or this or that. Right. And then and then you can study all of the other parts of the data set that exist. So it's a really fantastic thing. But more importantly than that, Pat, what is he telling us? These are the most un ethical shots in human history this is the worst medicine we have ever given to humanity period
0: point blank that said at what at what point do we start holding companies like Moderna and Pfizer accountable like 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 I I know people like you and me are and 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 Mm -hmm. You know, Ron DeSantis has the whole trial thing going on in Florida. We've, we've asked this question point? over
2: and over again. It's not going it, to, it won't matter until we as citizens of this country, we as citizens of this world understand this information, until we as a populace get it. None of it's gonna matter. It don't matter about Ron DeSantis. It's,
0: we can right. ask well,
2: this question over and, over and 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 tell it. It doesn't matter.
0: My it, my point my point is this though is that that yes we have this video but my my problem with this is is that we're gonna have people that are gonna fight against this and say that yeah, this yeah, is the, fine crap anyway. But, but you're we're, the
2: question that you and some other people are continuing to ask is when 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 the answer to when is when enough of us are sick and tired of it and demand action that's it One, until you confront this okay until we as a society confront this as the truth if I'll I'll, I'll tell you this Until we have the same response to this, until we respond the same way that we do to this information as we did to the bullshit lie that we were sold at the very beginning of all of this, until that response is the same in size, it doesn't matter what we do. It doesn't matter what anybody else does, okay? This is a societal response. And his point is this, get them off the market, right? This is the fight that we have to endure. This is the fight. I don't give a crap if it costs friends. I don't give a crap if it costs family issues. This is a bigger issue than I need to be nice to somebody. No, 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 no. And, and I have to I have to be able to respect their opinion. No, no, you don't. This is an existential threat to our society is what he is telling us here. This is harmful this would be like hey by the way we know that there's lead in the water in flint michigan right right don't say anything don't change anything and in fact let's ramp up the lead let's just continue to make sure that it gets worse and worse and worse let's let's speed it up right no no we have to we until the answer to when is something going to be done is when, as a society, enough of us are fed up. That is it. So we have to stop asking that question. It doesn't matter. It won't matter until that happens. None of it's gonna matter. So we. all I'm saying is we have to stop asking the question. Every time one of these videos, when, when, when? Well, we have to stop asking the question. We already know the answer to it. What we, what we are hopefully producing is the evidence. And if you don't want to wake up to the evidence, as a larger and broader society, that is, what are we supposed to do, Pat? Right? What What else can we do? And that's, nothing that's ultimately is the answer. Where
0: I was going with this?
2: So I'm just saying, we as a movement have to stop asking, "When is going to be enough?" No, just just provide the evidence. Just let it be out there. Talk about it, and move forward. Because the reality is we understand that and we're effectuating those changes in our own lives right until let's put it this way until Ben Shapiro gets on bended knee and begs for forgiveness does it is it gonna matter And what do I mean by that right Ben Shapiro to this day still believes in in these things as on an individual level. he still believes in them his his only response is well I just didn't believe in mandating these things. Well, no, that's not good enough, Ben. For those of us who said no to these things, it was for this precise reason. We don't have enough evidence. We don't have enough data. We don't possibly have enough data to understand the implications of putting this into your body. We don't. We never have, and we never will. And what we do now have as evidence of all of this is what? These are dangerous on a level we have never seen before. This is the evidence. 25% increase in myocarditis from 16 to 39. You know, the group that should be relatively healthy, right? A What we are seeing, even if it was a 1% increase, is 10 times the acceptable amount of adverse effects, okay? 10 times that. What we are talking about is... 250 times an acceptable adverse event ramification 250 times that is an unfathomable level we we have no idea what doing this to this group is going to do as that group goes from 39 to 69 Over the next 30 years, Pat, we have no idea. And you're right. They should be held accountable. We all know that. But the only accountability is going to come when people wake the hell up, when people choose to see. And we can't do anything other than give them the evidence. It is the exact same argument that I made in April of 2020 with the mask people. It doesn't matter. All of the evidence in the world does not matter until you break, until they're broken of that cult. Until that cult, until they're ready to receive a different message. It's the same thing with somebody that's in a cult. Until they they have mentally flipped the switch, something has turned on in them, right? Something that's different. They wake up to the reality of what has happened to them. Until that happens, it doesn't matter. And we don't have enough people. We don't, it's not even, you know, do we need thirty percent? Do we need fifty percent, sixty, seventy percent? I don't know. What do we do? We even have one percent of the people that are paying attention to this. No, we don't have enough people right now that are turned on and tuned into this, as a matter of literal life and death for hundreds of millions of people throughout the world. We, we, what else are we supposed to do? We can't do anything, what are we supposed to do, hammer it into their head? It, this is the cult that we are dealing with. And until that cult is snapped, until that, that what is that moment? That's the right question. What is the moment? I would suggest this is a pretty good moment for them to wake the hell up. But maybe that moment is when that five-year-old, right, that they gave a shot to, uh, that that five month or that six month old that they gave a shot to in 2022 comes down with some terrible outcome three years from now, five years from now, and when they finally start linking all of these, maybe that's the moment. But right now, we, what we have to do is say no, 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 no. We're not going to recommend this. We're not going to keep this on the shelf. We're not going to do anything. Here's how you handle dealing with this. That's the conversation we need to have. Do we even have enough people to have that conversation? Probably not, right? Do we have enough, do we have enough chutzpah? Do we have enough co- people with cojones in the halls of Congress? Do we have even enough governors, even enough state legislatures, Pat? No, no, we don't. We don't have enough people to, to give us that, that push up the hill, to roll it back down. We don't have enough. And how do we know that? We control how many state states? Was it 34? Or is it? Yeah, it's 34 or 39 states right now. With the state legislatures and or the governor. Right? Mike DeWine, anybody? Greg Abbott, anybody? Uh, Spencer Cox, anybody?
0: Actually, it was even his predecessor, Gary Herbert. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm.
2: So as we take a look at that, I mean, look at the state legislatures unwilling to tackle these things. Look at what they're unwilling to do for other things that are even easier, that, that are even more low-hanging fruit than this. And we have hundreds of scientists, hundreds of epidemiologists and virologists and and you name it Right doctors, all sorts of people from all walks of the medical and scientific spectrum telling us this information, and none of it matters. doesn't matter if you have a Brown, a Yale, a Stanford, a MIT behind your degree anymore. That used to be, oh, we should probably listen to it. Now, I I would agree that uh, just having that doesn't mean anything. But to the crowd that thinks that, okay, Oh, it's because you have been indoctrinated into a cult. And until we change that, the rest of this evidentiary stuff does not matter to answering the question of when. So I wanted to bring this to your attention so that you, as a, a person of critical thinking, can can take it, can do with it what you will. Could you try to educate others? Maybe, Perhaps. But well, my question to you is, what has been their response? The response we've gotten from masking, right? Simple masking. Simple masking to not d- deciding to do this, right? Dis-in- disinvitations to this event or that event. Um, not allowed to do this, right? Or you can't go to a restaurant. You can order the takeout, right? You can go to the back window and, and grab your takeout, but you can't come in here. And And... You know, all the craziness, right? We're going to take your business away if you don't follow this or that governmental decree, even though they weren't based on any actual science. They were just based off of fear, right? All of that stuff that took place over the last two plus years, almost three years now, all of it. Are you going to break the Lori Lightfoot's? Are you going to break the J.B. Pritzker's? Are you going to... All- There's been evidence after evidence after evidence, piled up, piled up, piled up, up, miles and miles and miles and miles and miles miles of high. I don't know if it matters. Not a single iota of it has mattered to these people because it is a cult. So the answer to when is very simple. When these people start breaking down, when we get a, a Stephen Colbert, when we get a Joe Biden for crying out loud, Right. When we get state legislatures having the cojones to say, no, not only are we going to sue the shit out of Pfizer, because that's where it is, it's on a state level, they're immune from federal prosecution, they're not immune from state prosecution, until we have that, and and in the state, these shots are pulled off the market, until that happens. Then we get one state to do it. None of this is going to matter. Will anybody actually listen? Will anybody do anything about it? What's the evidence that suggests any of this is going to happen? Christy Nome, Well, great, you oh, you kept South Dakota open, but you haven't done diddly-poo beyond that. Congratulations, you used it as a political look-at-me moment. Brian Kemp in Georgia? Is he going to do anything about it? He was actually one of the better governors on on this, right? Right. In fact, I believe to this day, if you go to Atlanta, you'll see on every door, right? By order of Governor uh, Brian Kemp, this establishment does not require masks and blah, 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 blah. He did that on purpose, right? It's an anti-liability issue. You know the liability of not wearing a mask in this establishment, right? (laughs) I, I just... I guess for me, I'm just sick and tired of the, well, well, when, 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 when question. It, I, I don't, what, what, what more evidence do you need, people? What, What more? And if you don't want to listen to it, it's your own problem. The advice I'm giving out based off of the evidentiary situation has changed. It has absolutely changed. There's absolutely no way I would recommend the shot to anybody in any circumstance at this point in time, whether you are 65 and older, whether you are in poor health or have a immunocompromised situation. Nope. You're 18 years old and a female. Well, do you want to have children later? I don't know if you're going to be able to because of this, because the hormonal changes. And speaking of that, Pat, we have evidence from the latest Project Veritas video. So there's more. Irregular about their menstrual cycle, so you will have to investigate that down the line. Yeah, well, you know, that is a little concerning. It, it actually shouldn't be interfering with that, so we don't really It, it shouldn't, it shouldn't. No. But is it? There's something happening, but we don't know what to
1: Well, I mean, you're a urologist, so you must understand like what's going on with it, right? Like,
2: so that's why I understand that it's weird. how we don't find out that like there's somehow this mRNA like losing the body. I mean, like, has because what it has to be impacting something hormonal, they impact menstrual cycles, yeah. Or like the entire next generation is like, super. Could you imagine the stand Oh my god, I mean, I take Pfizer off my resume. And that's just the highlights of a six plus minute video that Project Veritas dropped uh, yesterday, last night. Go check it out on Twitter. They're obviously not going to be able to put that on on YouTube because uh, well, they probably will try, but anyway, um. That's a that's a Pfizer, that's the same guy from last week's video, right? And and they go on to to screenshot an internal Microsoft Teams um um bio for him. So it's not just like he's some contractor that is working with. He is internally implanted into Pfizer's ecosystem.
0: Is he still employed there after last week though?
2: They haven't fired him. They so Here's the rub, right? We would know if they fired him. How do? How would we know? Because uh, if you're a good PR team, what do you do? You throw that ass under the bus, right? Right. Nope. Still haven't seen him fired. I don't yeah. know how. Because on any level, even if this guy was lying, right. um, or more importantly, if this guy exposed the actual truth of what was being discussed internally, because again, that's the real thing. And we know that they didn't even deal with the content of the video they just dealt in the broad generalization of we are not actively doing that's not what that's not no this was yeah, a non-denial denial right this they didn't deny any of the accusations that came out or any of the things that were said in the actual video last week nor this week instead what they just decided to do was go over here over here's that other shiny thing
0: they, they, they've been very quiet about it to say the least yeah.
2: And so again I ask you this. We we're, we're talking hormonal changes, we're talking respiratory ch- system changes. And by the way, he he had talked I believe about um, the the changing of the body, right? In this video and like how we hope that um, it doesn't have long-term you know, it doesn't stay in the body, right? And it doesn't do That's exactly what scientists are finding out right now. Is that this does linger in the body. It does change chemistry. It does change, potentially, the the makeup of your body. And that is a long-term effect. It does change your immune system. Not in a way that is positive either, by the way. Because why? We're continuing to see the spike protein further and further out. We're not even talking about remnants, right? We're just talking about the actual spike protein that's supposed to be created, thus allowing your body to fight it when it sees it, right? It's the same. It is. It's not the same, but it's the same concept, if you will, of why you would get a a live virus shot, right? What you're doing is you're tricking your body into attacking it and so that that it's encoded, in the immune system, except for this is different than that. This is supposed to be encoding it into your RNA so that long term RNA wise, your body will recognize it evs, right? But that's not what the flu shot does. The flu shot gives you that strain, that ability to understand it, trick it for a short period of time and boom, kill it. That's not what this does. This is supposed to be long term, but it's supposed to be something that encodes into the RNA. And then does not deal with the spike protein, right? The spike protein that's put into you—that's what they're doing. They're injecting spike protein mRNA, and it stays and it's lingering now. That that is not high, highly confident um, evidence of good being done with this shot. So the evidence continues to pile up and pile up and pile up, and we'll continue to present it. But I'm just kind of. Kind of done with the whole. When I'm just kind of done with it. I, I what does it matter at this point? Because not enough people care. Not enough people are willing to to stand up and we're, we can let me let me put it this way, right? We see the injustice that happened in Memphis, right? We see the injustice that happened to George Floyd, whether you believe the the it was a proximal cause or the the definitive cause of his death, right? We we can argue all of that. All we want. It doesn't matter. What you saw there and what we see as a societal response pat. Do we see that here? As we get this kind of evidence of what these shots have done to Our society right now, let alone five years from now, ten years from now, fifteen years from now,
0: no, and we 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 may never. Okay, so then what do we do? You and I can. I mean, people like you and I can keep doing what we're doing, right? But but but
2: it's not changing anything. Doesn't do anything.
0: Right. Right. People can keep poisoning themselves all they want, and we can. And my thing is, is like you can keep doing what you're doing all you want. Let us live our own lives.
2: I don't think that's good enough. And here's why. this this idea of, well, you can poison yourself. No, 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 no. Because those people who want to poison themselves want to poison you. They still want to do that to you, Pat. I know. So so where do we go? Right? It's not enough. So ultimately, the fight is this. You have to break the cult, right? You have to break the cult. And I don't know how you accomplish that right now. I don't. They can't even accept that masks don't work. Even though we've, we've had all of the evidence, they still want you to social distance. You've seen the social distance in Cairns. You've seen all of those things, right?
0: I still Dude, believe. I still, I still see it right here in Lehigh, Utah.
2: Right. It's stupid. It's dumb. It's, It's absolutely unscientific. And, and yet people are still there. Fear is a hell of a drug. And so until we make them more afraid of the shot than of COVID, uh, I think maybe the, the, the fight is this, the Tucker Carlson's, uh, even beyond that, the Ben Shapiro's have to come out and talk about this in a way that is this, do you want your 16 year old to die of cardiac arrest? because you decided to inject them with something? Do you want your 16-year-old to live the rest of his life or her life in fear of um, heart conditions? Do you want your 16-year-old daughter to ever be able to reproduce? Maybe that's the argument that we have to have. But Beyond that, Pat, we have a lot to still get into, and I know that we went way off the rails a little bit, but I think it's important to understand that simply when's it when's it going to be enough? Who cares? The answer is who cares? Who cares about that when when we have a cult that won't even snap out of it? The the first step is snapping the cult. The second step is what do we do about that? And then the third step is, you know, until I see people in the streets, until I see mass. And I mean mass protests all over this country Until we see that happen until we see enough pressure put on the politicians in which they start to cave. None of it's going to matter. Not a single iota of it until we see people every single day in thousands, if not hundreds of thousands in front of Pfizer in Moderna, in front of the halls of Congress, in front of no, nope. until we see that none of this is going to matter. So. I'm not going to waste time uh, attempting to do anything other than to give you all the ammunition you need. That's all I'm going to do going forward. I I don't care about changing hearts and minds anymore. I don't because I can't do anything. It's the same concept with a a drug addict or an alcoholic, right? Until they want to get help, until they want something to happen for themselves, you can't do anything. As much as you want to be able to help, as much as you want to um, take away this or do that or blah, 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 or or make consequences so severe, right? None of it's going to matter until they want to make a change. That change happens internally. It does not happen vis-a-vis external pressures. Too often, you know, the show intervention, right? We see people just relapse, relapse, relapse. Relapse is part of recovery, but it's Again, are you forcing them, or is it something they really want? All right, so let's get into our best stories of the week. Pat, do you want to go first? Sure. All right, your best story of the week involves a tweet. Uh,
0: and to be fair, this is like our best take, but uh, this is... Oh, yeah, uh, best take of the week, sorry. Um, Still getting this that. This actually came from a Not To Be article um, t- titled, At What Point do we acknowledge how often the Christian right has been right? And this tweet was pretty well sums up the rest of the article. There's other things in it. It's relatively long, but it says the problem with hating the Christian right of finding their religious actually cringe or somehow inappropriate for the moment is that they've been repeatedly vindicated on social issues. Virtually all things they were mocked for fearing came true and worse. Um, The point being here of, when they wanted to legalize gay marriage, it wasn't just about legalizing gay marriage.
2: A lot right. of that it was about down. enshrining a again the word cult.
0: Right, um, and and then now it's not even about just being trans or family friendly drag shows. It's sexualizing your kids, and why is it? And not only Beth Stucky actually pointed this out. Why is it that all of these types of things like drag shows and the trans movement are are the ones that are wanting to sexualize your kids. If it's so bad or, or so right, I should say, and so good, why do you have to sexualize kids to do it? To prove your point.
2: Yeah, that's a good should point. And, and um, I go back to the Gays Against Groomers video. I don't know if you've seen this one where, he, where the <clears throat> executive director literally gets in front of a school district. And says, let me be clear on this. I I don't support the gay pride flag on my body. I don't support it on anybody else's body. And I sure as hell don't support it in a classroom. Why? Because it is a flag of sexual identity. It is sexual in nature. It has always been sexual in nature. Why? Because it's a sexual proclivity, just like heterosexuality is a sexual proclivity. So we are automatically indoctrinating them into sexual ideology it, time and time again the so-called slippery slope has been proven to be true and we we've talked about it ad nauseum so i won't get any further into it other than to say i think this is a really gr- great take what point in time do we start listening and what point right. in time do we have those conversations as a society uh, vis-a-vis what we were just talking about
0: well right. going back to your point of when we might as well stop asking that here, too, because it's not going to be you have to break this cult, too.
2: Yeah. And I don't even know if it's you have to break the cult. What I think has to happen here is we have to win this war. There's, right. It's an all-out war at this point it, it, in, in so much as it's a war for the hearts and minds. Right. And, and again, I have said this. There is no sitting on the sidelines here. Because either right. they're, they'll run over you first or last. And if they run over you last, chances are they're going to run over you the hardest. So you need to think about that. All right. right. So my best story involves the world of sports. And uh, I have always asked this question, Pat. Since when do sports reporters need to know the political positions of anybody that's in the sports world unless that person is actively involving themselves publicly in the world of politics you don't i i don't know what you guys want us to do about it like talk about it i i, I, don't, I don't know what's what's the goal here that um it's continuously brought up and uh these incidents that
0: in my opinion have nothing to do with players but somehow you keep dragging players into it so
2: what's the goal here I think you should ask yourself that
0: question, not me.
2: And there's more that they continue on because the reporter continues to ask these questions and she goes pretty, she calms herself down and then goes just right in at it. And that's exactly right. Why are you asking me these questions? These have nothing to do with what I did at the Australian Open. Um, Did I win? Did I lose? How How did the match happen? I've experienced this time and time again, right? Over and over again, somehow, some way, shape, or form during every single press conference, there's a political question or a, a question about something social, if you will, right? And what is it for? And I've brought up the story of the, of the backup kicker at Wisconsin getting land blasted in, in the middle of the off season for daring to show himself um, with a gun at a gun show. And he was wearing Wisconsin gear as like 90% of the people in the state of Wisconsin will be wearing at any of these events. I didn't know him from Adam or Eve, right? This wasn't Russell Wilson you know, brandishing some crazy weapon. No. what, what What's the story here? Right? There it, isn't it, one. It, that, it, that's the point. And mm. this is how you deal with this. No, no, no. Ask yourself why you're asking this question. I'm moving forward. This has nothing to do with me. My own personal opinion on this has nothing, no bearing on any of this. I don't care, nor should you care what my opinion on this matter is. Move forward. That's how you deal with that. That's why it's my best story of the week. Uh, Pat, do we want to skip our worst stories of the week?
0: Yeah, we we, we can save those for like uh, a Monday. Well, I mean, my worst story is pretty simple. No, no. I mean, so is mine for that matter. Okay, let's do it. This
2: comes from Donald John Trump. The fake news media was good yesterday in their coverage of my stops in New Hampshire and South Carolina. Other than the Globalist Street Journal, which is rarely accurate or good, they say the day was really amazing. The enthusiasm to make America great again has never been stronger. The revelations about Ron DeSanctimonious doing far worse than many other Republican governors – uh, including that he unapologetically shut down Florida and its beaches was interesting indeed. Donald John Trump, leading big. Um, huh? Very simply put, this is not the hill you want to climb up or die on because it is a very simply put down fight, and here's how you do it. Ron DeSantis gets up there and says, I was following direction from you and your CDC. I was following direction from the federal government. And then once I gathered data on this issue, I made an independent choice of you to no longer do that and became one of the most open states during COVID-19's early pandemic days. Right, the early days of COVID nineteen. I, I independently, after shutting our state down for a while, realized it wasn't going to work, and we opened back up, and we did it based off of evidence. Mister uh, Trump, Mister President, Mister ex President, question for you: At what point in time did you change anything?
0: Um, and he's, you know, irritated that uh, Ron DeSantis supposedly shut down Florida. The dude shut down the entire country.
2: It was two weeks to flatten the curve. Then it was two months to flatten the curve, and then, you know, and then he allowed Burks and Fauci to be the mouthpieces. You, this is a hill you do not want to die on. No. Speaking of hills you don't want to die on, um, I would suggest going full unhinged on the in the uh, House of Representatives is probably not a hill you want to go down and no, die on. Probably not. Don't tell me that this is about an abdic- a condemnation of anti-Semitic remarks when you have a member of the Republican caucus who, have, who has talked about Jewish space lasers and an, an entire amount of tropes and also elevated her to some of the highest committee assignments in this body. This is about targeting women of color in the, in the United States of America. Don't tell me because I didn't get a single apology. Time expired. My life was threatened. Thank you.
1: Censor. Congresswoman Omar. In the same week, they introduced a bill to ban federal employees from engaging in censorship. Where are the free speech
0: warriors today? The hypocrisy is obvious to the American people. You are showing who you all are really. The gentlewoman's time has expired. I will not be
1: silenced.
0: The gentlewoman's and time has expired. Congresswoman Omar. The gentleman's I am so sorry, time has expired Seth, that our country is failing you today through this chamber. You belong the gentleman to is no longer recognized, and the the gentleman from Mississippi is recognized.
2: <laughs> what in the bat nuts crazy is that?
0: Um, this is my worst take of the week. I, I have two questions. One of which, what are Jewish space lasers?
2: Ask Marjorie Taylor Green, because that's the reference they're making. And Marjorie Taylor Greene has apologized once, twice, three times, four times. And then furthermore, Pat, correct me if I'm wrong, but she was removed from every committee. She was censured. She was literally punished on the floor of the House of Representatives two years ago. And has she or has she not changed her tune, apologized and done all of those things? Question for you, is Ilan Omar ever, ever admitted to being an anti-Semite? to any of it no she was like wait a second how am i anti-semitic how, how is what i just said anti-semitic she she doesn't understand she doesn't get the concept this is nuts
0: yeah um on top of that you know rashida talib talking about it you know where are the free speech warriors they are she's not a free speech warrior no they did this t- two years ago and they were okay with it now that it's happening to them they're not okay with it
2: yeah. And then I'm going to leave. All of you in the audience to think on this one tonight, breathing easy, because the White House has finally announced they plan to end the COVID public health emergency in May. Take that, COVID. We beat you. Shove that up your nose and rotate it five times. <laughs> this is, this has been a long time coming. I wish you could see the smiles on the faces of my audience. And I wish I could, too, because they're still wearing masks. The end is near. Is he- uh-huh. Uh uh-huh, Richard. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Richard of the week. Right there. Yeah. Richard of the week. And more importantly, Pat, um, that cult that I talked about before, it's right there. It's in Stephen right Colbert's there. audience. Yeah. And until those people are also the people in the streets demanding action, until we're the ones that make this action happen, none of this is going to matter. Your final thoughts on
0: today's show. Don't get lost. Remember who you are. No means no. And it's time to break the cult of COVID.
2: Confront, confront, confront. And with that, please be smart, be safe, be kind, have yourselves a good weekend. Make sure you're eating all of your meals. And as always, Matthew 547.